Welcome to Grown Up Kids, a Disney podcast. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing that was all started by a mouse. Hello and welcome to episode four of Grown Up Kids. I'm Megan. And I'm Katie. And today we're being joined by Chrissy Rodriguez again. And Hello. Hello. Sorry. <laughs> and, then, Sorry. Um, and also my friend Kat Stryker, um, who Hi. I worked with at, in Disney World when I did my first college program. So we were roommates, actually, in the good old CP housing, Patterson Court. Woo woo, Patterson. <laughs> Um, and do you want to give like just a little background about what you do now? Cause you're still down in Florida. Sure. Yeah. I, uh, still work at Disney, which is really fun. I'm a character attendant. Um, and I have been here since the college program and haven't left and gotten to do a lot of cool things, um, including work at Soarin', the great movie ride and open new fantasy land and attractions, which was really cool too. Awesome. Yeah, I, whenever Katie and I came down for our second college program, we saw you outside of the Winnie the Pooh meet and greet. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. I remember that day. Which is like one of my favorite meet and greets. So. It was a really hot day in that costume, too. <laughs> yeah. That new Fantasyland, like, gold costume, it's really hot. But it's a fun costume to wear. I like the new costumes back there. They, um, they fit cute. the theming a lot more than the old ones, I think. Oh, yeah, totally they do. So... All right, so do we want to get Kat's Disney profile? Yeah. Do you want to ask? It's the rite of passage. It is the rite of passage to be on Grown Up Kids. Okay. Oh, I'm excited. (laughs) Question number one. How did you get into Disney? Um, So pretty much like everybody else, I grew up on Disney. Uh, I remember watching it when I was really, really little. There's home videos of me being recorded watching Mickey, and I'm like, no, don't interrupt me. I'm watching Mickey Mouse. (laughs) Um, But I grew up on Disney. I never got to go to the parks when I was younger. I didn't actually get to go to the park till right after I graduated college, before the college program. I went on a big group trip, and I've never been the same since. It's It's, a life changer. It's life changing. (laughs) Really is, for sure. Um, who is your favorite Disney character of all time? Oh, I hate this question. It can be, like, um, two or three. Yeah, well. I picked, like, well, two or three, so it's fine. And that's what I was gonna say. It's kind of, like, my ultimate favorite has always been Belle. Like, I really identified with Belle when I was very little. But growing up, uh, Rapunzel kind of has become my new mm-hmm. favorite. I like her a lot, but I also <clears throat> Stitch. I hold yes. Stitch in a very, very close nice. place in my heart. He's so mischievous. I love him. Yeah, he's the best. He's mischievous, but in a good way. Like, yeah. he, like he's all about family, and I love that. That's really important. Ohana. And he's so sweet. Ohana. Mm-hmm. He's so sweet. So what would your favorite movie be? Uh, favorite movie... I have to pick, like, categories. So animated, it's Beauty and the Beast. Pixar, it's Up. And live action... It's Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl. Good picks. Yeah. Nice. Cat yeah. is definitely coming back for all the Pirates movies. <laughs> yeah. I will oh, admit yes. that I have not seen them all. Neither have I. I have seen them all. Uh, most of them multiple times. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Curse of the Black Pearl. I know a lot about them. Was, like, one of my favorites really? for a while. 
I love it one. because I always loved the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. Mm-hmm. And so, like, even before I went on it, like, I watched those old, like, Walt Disney vault uh, videos of Walt talking about it. Mm-hmm. And I always wanted to go on that ride. So when the movie came out, I was like, this is so cool. And it reminded me of the old swashbuckler films I used to da- watch with my dad on, like, TCM. So, yeah, yeah, that's why I love that one so much. I love them. I really, I'm like, I don't have a reason for not seeing them. I need to, I don't know. I'm really bad with movies lately. I'm you also behind. thought Pinocchio was German, so. Well, you know. That is true. That is true. <laughs> I also called Pinocchio a kid's film, and somebody yelled at me, and I appreciate that they called me out on it. I'm not, like, throwing them under the bus right now or anything. Wrong. I'm yeah, glad that the they, opinions. like, yeah, I'm glad that they brought that up to me, because you're right. It totally does change your opinion on Pinocchio if you look at it as an adult animated film. I never yeah, thought of it that way. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, because so it really comment. is really scary. And yeah. it, yeah. I mean, like, it has a lot of deep themes that, like, obviously a kid's not going to pick up on. And it was terrifying to me as a child. So. <laughs> yeah, it was. All right. How about your favorite Disney park? And that can include California, because I know that you've been there as well. Yeah. Um, my favorite park is a tie um, between Hollywood Studios I love Hollywood Studios, old Hollywood. It's my thing. Um, And Disneyland actually has become my new favorite. Disneyland's Magic Kingdom. Because it's the classic. It has everything that Walt envisioned. And, like, it was all him. And that's what I really like about it. It's just the history of it. And Mm -hmm. it's it's so wonderful when you walk through there. I, like, (laughs) cried. I fangirled hard <laughs> at Disneyland. Right? Like, Fantasyland is amazing. It's perfect. Yeah. It's so perfect. Yeah. I it's yeah, it's I mean Magic Kingdom is Magic Kingdom and like I I think I said that was my favorite. But um when I did like a comparison between the two Disneyland and Magic Kingdom, it was really really hard to pick because you know, I've been to Magic Kingdom for, I don't know how many times. Like, Hundreds. I can't even count it. Like, I have no yeah. clue the number. But then Disneyland, I've only gotten to go for two days. But those two days left such an impression. And it was just, like, something to be in a park that Walt walked and, like, yeah. lived. Yeah. And it was just, yeah, it's magical. The Walk in Walt's Footsteps tour was the most amazing thing I've ever oh, done. I love it. That's cool. We, we were going to, go yeah, we were going to do that, but we ran out of funds. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's a little pricey. Yeah, but we're going to do it sometime. I know it's worth it, so. Mm-hmm. It totally is. I want to go back and do it again. I want to go back and do it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'll go so I just want to go. Yeah. yeah. Let's all go together. <laughs> Let's go right uh, now. We'll do it. We'll do a live podcast perfect. at the park. <laughs> Oh, that would be fun. So, last but not least, what would your favorite Disney memory be? Um, My favorite Disney memory is when I got to come to the park with my family for the first time ever. Um, It was right around Thanksgiving, right after I started working during the college program with Meg. Um, My whole family came down, and we had never had a big family vacation anywhere outside of, like, visiting family at other states. So that was really cool and getting to like see everything through my parents' eyes, through my brother and his wife's eyes. And that was really fun. And it's one of my fondest memories with my family. Kat, I remember you being so excited about that. So yeah, 
Yeah, like when when I worked at Disney too, like whenever you bring in somebody who has never seen it and you yeah, like you said you get to see it through someone else's <laughs> eyes, it's it's a different feeling. It's so cool. Yeah. I mean, it was crazy. My mom because... cried at Wishes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I cried at Wishes even like after seeing it a million times, so um We all did. Yeah. But I mean, I remember <laughs> you know, taking Kate for the first time. Because, like, I don't remember, really, my first trip to Disney, so I don't have my own memory of, like, remembering seeing the castle for the first time. So being able to see it in, like, we took your Aunt Steph. Yeah, like, that was cool. Her, oh, my gosh. That was Aww. emotional. She was crying, and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. All right. Well, I did not finish this sentence in the doc, so I don't really know what I'm going to say. But um, today, (laughs) we will be discussing Walt's third animated film and very different, Mm -hmm. um, not really a children's animated film, not really a story at all, but a collection of animations that go along to beautiful music um, and it has a lot of really fun history and facts about it. But before that... Wait, what's it called? Oh, Fantasia. <laughs> Fantasia. <laughs> For anybody who didn't know, we are going to be discussing Fantasia. Yes. So, we're going to do our 30-second Disney Dash. Which I'm curious about because this is a... It's not a di- like it's a, a, different... not a story or a plot, so... <laughs> Chrissy's got her notes. Do you want to go first since you just showed me your notes? No. No. I went first for Pinocchio, so, you know. This is true. I'm good. I'll go first. I'll do it. Do it. Alrighty, hold on. Let 19 me get my seconds timer up. is your record. I know, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> Alrighty. One, two, three. We open to a fancy orchestra. Dive into the nutcracker with fairies laying out the morning dew. Jump to mushroom dudes. Super cute. Flowers look like humans. Super cool. Mickey Mouse causes some trouble. Uh, he tries to do magic, gets it all wrong. Pretty evolution, sad dinosaurs, scary T-Rex, pause for intermission, adorable soundtrack dude, Pegasus, centaurs, cupids, famous dancing hippo and alligator, and a terrifying turnabog and amazing grace. Whew. 21 seconds. It's okay. Oh, nice. I was getting scared. I tripped up. <laughs> <laughs> you went, in, even you went into um, more detail no. than I did. That was good. Well, that's because I watched the whole movie. Listen, <laughs> I just finished watching the last I'm two scenes kidding. before we recorded this. I'm just kidding. Does anybody want to go next, or do you want me to go next? I'll go next. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna try it. Brave kit. Yeah. Alrighty. Three, two, one. All right, so we open up at an orchestra, and it's going to be a story about three types of music. Music no story, music with plots with pictures, and music that exists just for its own sake. And it includes Mickey Mouse enchanting a couple of broomsticks, and a crazy, very scary turnabog, some dinosaurs, dancing hippos, and alligators. The end. Oh! 18! 18! (laughs) A new champ! And I even, like stumbled over my words <laughs> what I was going to say. That's impressive. I was sitting there right. like, please have more to say because I don't want her to win. <laughs> Good job. Yeah. Good job. I don't want her to win. <laughs> <laughs> Very Sorry, nice. Katie. That's okay. Chrissy, do you, you want to go, go last since you went first last time? Sure. 
Okay. Right, here. No, I need that. my phone. You have oh. to pull up your timer. Okay. I've got my my summary. Man, this really gets the adrenaline pumping, you know? It really it does. It does. Like, I'm like, like, Ooh, this is my, my longest seat. one that I've written. Well, you got 18 seconds to beat. Ready? Bum, bum, bum. Set? Yeah. We meet our narrator and then hear some Johan Bach. The animation is violin bows and strings. Then we hear the Nutcracker Suite and see fairies changing the seasons. Next up is Paul Dukes and the Sorcerer's Apprentice where we see Mickey and Jensen go at it with some magical brooms. Next is Igor Stravinsky and we see the entire evolution of dinosaurs all the way to their extinction. 15 minute intermission. Beethoven and some centaurs, centrets, cupids, fawns, and pegasus creatures. Ponicelli is up next and we meet the dancing ostriches, hippos, elephants, alligators. Last we hear uh, somebody else talking about Chernabog and then there's evil spirits and devils they're really scary (laughs) how obnoxious was that (laughs) she okay i'll give you credit you at least mentioned more things i forgot parts (laughs) well the ending of mine was we end in a cathedral with some ave maria that's literally all i had left to say i had had to interrupt you and be obnoxious i'm sorry (laughs) that was great though you really (laughs) need You That's nailed so that. <laughs> <laughs> I try, I try. Oh. All right, Chrissy. All right, yeah, mine's a little weird uh, after well, hearing all yours. Oh, you boy. do it or I'm going to yell really loud in your ear. Ready? <clears throat> I'm ready. Ready, set, go. A Walt Disney classic that brings animation and classical music together begins with the small pieces that focus on beautiful visuals presented by an orchestra. Goes on to longer pieces such as Popular Sorcerer's Apprentice, which features Mickey Mouse. The story of evolution was Disney's boldest experiment to date. Done. Sixteen. What? Sixteen. <laughs> Cat, your reign oh, yeah. was long lived. <laughs> However, it was didn't say too much about the actual movie. It's but okay. hey, we have a, a hey, new champ that's already. Awesome. Well, those were, I mean, those were pretty good. We got a lot of info out of those four summaries. We got our first fail as well. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I hope I was scare just... anybody when they're listening to this. I was just being super informative. Yes, you were. Yeah, it was a good one. Very and I good. literally had like four nice. words left. Mm-hmm. Full of detail. It's okay. Okay. <laughs> so some history on Fantasia. It um, is from 1940. Uh, these movies, like, I don't know, I still can't comprehend, like, how old some of them are. Like, Snow White, Pinocchio, now this one, like, it's crazy. Like, they're coming up on a hundred years old, like, I mean, I know we're, like, off from that, but, like, Snow White, it's really not that far away. You're gonna make That's my crazy. so mad that you just said that. I mean, not that she was born in those years or anything. Like, she's not that old. But, like, that's not that long ago. <laughs> I know. No, I know. Time is weird. She's going to be like, you said that was almost 100. I was only born in the 50s. <laughs> I can hear it now. Um, <laughs> um, Fantasia, Fantasia consists of eight different segments set to classical music, as we told you in our summaries. So you've got... Um, The Philadelphia Orchestra is the orchestra that is, like, on stage being conducted by Leopold Stokowski. Um, It was a big deal. Yeah. He's a famous dude. I love, I love when Mickey talks to him. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yes. They, like, show you the orchestra in between the segments. So it's kind of cool because you, like, hear Stokowski speaking in between each of these different animated segments. Um, So it's, like... 
not only is it like visually beautiful, it's also very informative. And what is that Stokowski speaking, or is he the one who's directing? Oh, is or he composing? not? Stokowski's the one who's uh, the with directing like, the orchestra. Directing. With his, like, oh, but he's yeah. not like he's not the talking guy. Oh no, no. Oh, okay, you're learning. I don't know what his thing. name is though. I don't either. Like who the narrator guy is? Oh, you know, if I read one I... sentence later, it does say in my notes that it's Deems Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> That's his name. Uh, you know, I, I wrote these notes. I know what I'm talking about. He deems recognition. Yes. <laughs> um, nice. Bad pun, but it's fine. <laughs> so the cool thing about Fantasia that was like new and exciting was this whole idea that Walt came up with called Fanta Sound. Mm-hmm. Um, so the soundtrack was recorded using multiple audio channels and it was, I mean, it pioneered sound reproduction, like sound reproduction systems. Oh, Katie's got something to say. No, I just also wrote something about Fanta, uh, Fanta sound? Wanna Fanta? Fanta sound? I don't know. <laughs> um, but like to do this, they had to haul in like a ton of recording equipment and there was actually nine separate tracks recorded. So they like recorded different sections of the orchestra. And then they broke that down into, like, three tracks and then, like, blew it out into speakers. So, like, literally this hall or theater was just full Yeah, so, like, when this movie was released, it was a totally different sound system in the theater. Mm -hmm. And that's what made it so... What's the word that I'm looking for? Um, Amazing. Yeah, I mean, amazing. No, (laughs) but, like, up and coming. What is the word... Oh, I know you're trying to say. Revolutionary? Yes! Thank you, Kit. That's what made Fantasia so revolutionary, was the fact that this was actually a traveling movie. Like, they took this sound system to different theaters across America and sold tickets almost as if it were a show, like like an orchestra show, you know? But you were just going to see the movie. Um, And that's also why it didn't necessarily make as much in the beginning. It more so made a lot of its revenue later on when it was, like, re-released in theaters. They did, like, a couple re-releases with this just because it didn't – he couldn't justify taking this sound system to every single city in America. Um, It wouldn't have been cost-effective. But – I guess it did really well when they re-released it in the 60s, too, because, like – all, like, the cool, hip people really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Cool, hip people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And wasn't it also that, like, it was expensive to travel with because it had the special effects and stuff, too? Yeah. The whole 3D, 4D effect? Yes. Hmm. Yeah, it was like, I mean, he wanted you to really be fully immersed in this movie. And, but that's also why it was so critically acclaimed. I mean... Mm-hmm. My opinion on this movie is that I can't sit through it and watch the whole thing at once because to me it can be kind of boring <laughs> at times. And I'm not saying that because I don't like it or appreciate it. It's just like, you know, it's not a storyline. It's not grabbing. It doesn't like pull you in like Snow White where like you want to know what happens. Um, this is more so just eight separate things and you're not listening to dialogue at all you're just listening to beautiful music and the music is almost soothing mm-hmm. <laughs> and it just kind of it like is. 
puts you yeah. to sleep. <laughs> um, <laughs> as Katie will be happy to tell you that I fell asleep watching it. Um, so, yeah, I, it was... You took my mouse. Sorry. You can have a bit. That's okay. So it's it was first released in 13 cities in 1940. Um, and like I said, it was, it was, you know, critically acclaimed, acclaimed by critics, whatever. But <laughs> it wasn't really able to make a profit because of the war. And this is kind mm-hmm. of the part of the Disney animated movies that we get into the, the whole war era, which is going to be interesting to talk about in the next coming couple movies. Mm-hmm. Um, because Walt kind of stops focusing on animated movies like Pinocchio and Snow White and starts doing more so propaganda videos and um, mm-hmm. it's interesting. So like because of the unability inability i cannot talk tonight guys oh my god i swear i'm a podcast host okay (laughs) (laughs) because of its inability to make profit at this time is kind of his it's like the catalyst to his change uh in direction with the studio Oh my god, my, I keep Take thinking the mouse back. I keep thinking the mouse is over here and that I'm grabbing air. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I would say though, honestly, because of even though Fantasia didn't do very well, like I think it very much and I know we're probably gonna talk about it later, but it influenced modern theater and mm-hmm. symphonic orchestras as well as like the parks and stuff too. Yeah. But it yeah. was a huge impact on the arts community. Yeah, I think that sure. that's why it's so acclaimed, you know, like it, it not only was huge, this whole idea of like this Fantasound system was so huge for movies, but yeah, Walt took this and put it in so many pots, you know, I guess that's kind of like, mm-hmm. like he used this in so many different ways, um, which, yeah, I wanted to get to next because... Usually here we would do character profiles, and, like, there are a couple characters that we could pull from this, but I don't think that people really, like, have connections with these characters as much as, like, the other Disney films. They're not, like, developed characters. Exactly. It's like you see them for such a short period of time, like, this would be a kind of a pointless segment. So I wanted to talk about um, ways that Fantasia inspired other things. And the one thing that I know of personally that it inspired a lot was the Disney parks. Um, Oh yeah. Yes. A lot I didn't realize till I was watching it. Yeah. You know, I mean like, yeah, you hear the music and you're like, Oh, they used that music in wishes or, you know, like other firework shows or phantasmic or, um, all kinds of fun things as we will discuss. So there isn't, there isn't a single story that we're following, so it's really all just visuals. So that's why we're able to pull so many things into different aspects of content, I guess, Disney content. Um, so the first thing that I wanted to talk about was Fantasia's inspiration in Hollywood studios. And I know Kat has a lot to talk about because you worked in Hollywood oh my studios. God. Yeah, like... Fantasia had so much in there from the fact that Sorcerer Mickey is still meeting guests in the park. And, like, they have these moving posters for him when you come into his queue line. And it's that scene 
where Yen Sid is like making the butter, the Chernabog butterfly, because that's like one of your first visuals where you see Chernabog, by the way, in the film, which I think is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but they have that with Mickey making the butterfly, and then you walk into his meet and greet, and it's literally Yen Sid's castle, and you see the broom in the background, you see the magic book. It's really kind of cool. And then, like, you had the sorcerer's hat was the icon for the park for so long. But also, one of my favorite things is we had a scene in the great movie ride that was dedicated to Fantasia. But mm-hmm. that wasn't supposed to be a Fantasia scene. Not a lot of people know that that was supposed to be the tornado before you go into Wizard of Oz. Because that was a scene that you went oh. into beforehand. That's why it had, like, the wind and all of that. And that mountain where mm-hmm. Mickey was was supposed to be the tornado and like you would see the house in the video flying by and but then they added the fantasia part and where we talk about we're like the sorcerer's apprentice and yen sid is really disney spelled backwards so yes um and then you have phantasmic which has so much um mickey sorcerer mickey and the whole storyline from it pulls scenes on the, um, like, water screens. There's scenes from Fantasia in Fantasmic, right? Some? Yeah. Yeah, even just watching, like, um, Mickey controlling the water yeah. in the in the movie, I was like, oh my god, this looks like Fantasmic. Fantasmic but, like, just a different adaption to it, you know what I mean? But my it yeah. doesn't have a relation to my favorite part of Fantasmic, which is whenever Mickey is dancing and goes... Me and Mike think it's so funny. Oh man, I just like could do that dance all day. I love it. All the time. Yeah, I really think though Fantasia had a huge impact on Hollywood studios. Just because that was Mickey's first like film, major film premiere was in Fantasia. Yeah, and um, a lot of people, I don't know if anybody knows this as well, but The Sorcerer's Apprentice was supposed to be a standalone film. Yeah. Like, he started that as a standalone film, and then the whole concept of Fantasia came to him, and it kind of just morphed into what it did. Um, But Mickey, he thought that Mickey had been losing popularity, and he was like, well, clearly that can't happen. (laughs) And he wanted a way to, like, make a movie where Mickey was the star of it, and it would really put him out to the public again. And that was supposed to be The Sorcerer's Apprentice. Um, But then it turned into Fantasia. Mm -hmm. And then also in the parks, we have Fantasia Gardens Mini Golf, which is literally Mm -hmm. all of Fantasia. (laughs) (laughs) Literally. Yeah, it's like each putt-putt part is like a scene almost i love that golf course mm-hmm. i'm the actually chernabog terrified me <laughs> hole in one and chernabog shows up chernabog always terrifies me <laughs> i'm more partial to the like other putt putt park that has nothing to do the with christmas Fantasia. one yeah i like that one santa land yeah <laughs> mm-hmm Yeah, and then also, um, these are some things that I know of that, like, I don't necessarily know if they're in the park anymore. I mean, I know this isn't in the park anymore, but Spectro Magic used to have Chernabog. Mm -hmm. And I remember that that float terrified me as a kid. (laughs) Because his, like, Let's just clarify, Chernabog is terrifying. Yes. (laughs) Yes. He really is. And then, yeah, um... The Chernabog music is in the old fireworks show Wishes from Magic Kingdom. Um, I don't know Happily Ever After well enough to know if they pulled any music into it 
but <laughs> I haven't no. seen Happily Ever After yeah, yet. I seen I'm it. horrible. <laughs> I uh, wishes is better. Yeah, we could have a conversation <laughs> on that, but. Um, yeah, and then also at the Flower and Garden Festival, I don't know if they still have these, but I remember as a child, they had the gators and the hippos and the ostriches, possibly, as topiaries, and I always remembered loving them. Oh, yeah. No, they don't have them anymore. That's sad, because I loved the dancing hippos, because it was like they were all in a line, and it, they were like, they weren't actually twirling, but they were like doing their pose like they were twirling. My mom loved them. The, the dancing hippos are my mom's favorite Disney character, like, ever of all time. <laughs> the, uh, you don't have to be too sad, because the dancing hippos and the gators are in Festival of Fantasy. On one oh. of the floats. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. Nice. Another thing that they've pulled. I love that parade, so I oh can my tell you God. anything about it. <laughs> I love it. Yes, Kat. Also, PhilharMagic. PhilharMagic oh, yeah, yeah. is the actual idea of what Fantasmic was supposed to be. Duh. With the fantasy sound and the effects. <laughs> yes. yes. I just realized that. Mickey's PhilharMagic is life. Yes. I love it. Great. that show so much. And the sorcerer's hat is in that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Causing trouble per and the And the usual. brooms. And the brooms. Yeah. It's more Donald causing trouble, but... This know. is true. But, it, well, no. He's always causing yeah, trouble. Yeah, I guess it is Donald. Like, it is <laughs> the true. hat, but it is Donald. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kate, do you want to go into some of your fun facts here? Sure. Did you have a, Did you guys have anything else to add about inspirations for Fantasia that you wanted to bring up? Um, it's okay no, if you don't. Not, not this time. <laughs> Sorry, I put you on the spot. They're just like staring at us, like. Uh, I just no. didn't want to. I just didn't. I'm looking move at on. my notes. I don't know. I think we mentioned all of them, and I see, Kate, you've got a couple of my fun facts I had from Great Movie Ride in your fun facts, so it's fine. Oh, you can go first if you want, because you'll be way more knowledgeable about. Yeah, them you than go I first. Will. Well, okay, so some of the fun facts that we were, because um, I found my notes from when I worked at Great Movie Ride, I took notes, like, on all my little facts and stuff, um, and one of the things we talked about was uh, Fred Moore, one of the animators for Mickey, this was the first time Mickey had major changes to his look, and that was when he got his flesh tone and he got pupils in his Ooh, eyes. That's fun. I, which I actually think really noticed cool. that while rewatching it, I was like, wait. This is probably the first time that he's been reanimated, Mickey-fied. if you will. Mickeyfied, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Did Mickey-fied. he still have like the pie eyes before this, or no? I think he still had the pie eyes because this was the first time he got like real yeah. human-looking pupils. Yeah, so like this is the Mickey that we know and love. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's fun. I like and it. um. Chernabog, who we have all discussed, that we all find terrifying. Yes. Uh, there's a reason for that because he was modeled after Bella Lugosi. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was probably is... my favorite fun fact. <laughs> I find that so fascinating because he's like famous for being, you know, Dracula. He's been in almost every horror film genre over the years. Also, I'm a big film nerd. If anyone doesn't know that about me, um, so. I find that really kind of cool that he was the one who they took that inspiration from. We actually went to go see Bella Lugosi's um, grave. Wait, last when... episode, we talked about Mel Blanc. This grave. <laughs> okay, listen. We did like a whole thing with our roommate where we went to go see all these people's <laughs> graves in LA. 
<laughs> and we saw Bella Lugosi's. It was awesome, though. Like, people put Dracula things all around it, and there were spiders. And Yeah, it was really cool. It was really That's neat. cool. That's wow. actually kind of neat. Before we move on from Bella Lugosi, I guess um, when he was, like, acting it out, it wasn't, like, what they wanted yet so they made him take his shirt off so like he really does look like Chernobyl, you know and now when i was watching it again i was just picturing like a human doing these things instead (laughs) or he was like yeah (laughs) did you like still terrifying yes still terrifying um this wasn't one of the fun facts uh this is when i just found like researching in general um that Mickey, so Mickey was the Sorcerer's Apprentice, but do you notice that his outfit looks a lot, like, dopey? Because mm-hmm. yeah. it was originally yeah. supposed to be dopey was going to be know. the Sorcerer's Apprentice. Mm-hmm. But because of the success of Snow White, but then Walt wanted to find a way to bring Mickey back, and that's how they put Mickey that's in. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I like that one. I like that. Yeah, that's why the colors changed and stuff, but his outfit looks a lot like dopey. Mm-hmm. So they didn't have to yeah. redo some of the animation. We know they like to reuse animation. Yeah, they do. Oh, yeah. Even in the parks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you have more Accurate. Fun yeah, I'm just making sure that Kat didn't have any more. Oh. No, that was it. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, So I found a quote from Walt that I thought was the perfect summary of uh, Fantasia. And it was, music you can see and pictures you can hear. That is, yeah. Very that's cool. Perfect. I thought that was perfect, which... um. I like that. Well, that makes me think of the first animated fil- um, portion where, like, the animation yes. is literally just violin bows and violin strings, like, dancing, basically, Vibrating. on the screen. It just blows my mind, mm-hmm. a lot of those ones. Like, when you get into that, instead of, like, you know, the more character scenes, like, they took the time to illustrate, literally, music. Yeah. It's very creative and amazing. Um... So, Stokowski, did I say that right? I think so. Like I said, he was literally a superstar. Like, he was on Time Magazine. He was a very famous dude. Um, It just happened that him and Walt bumped into each other at a Hollywood hangout. So, Maestro met Maestro. And it led to (laughs) filmmaking history. Cute. cool. Some of the characters actually have names. Mm -hmm. Who knew? The dancing ostrich is Madame Upanova. Upanova? Upanova? Upanova. Uh, Hyacinth Hippo. (laughs) I knew that one. Ben yeah. Alligator. Nice. Uh, Hoplo, which is the little dopey of a mushroom. Yeah, which, okay, <laughs> there's this, Love like, him. at Disney you do pin trading. Yes. And I've seen this stupid mushroom all over the place, <laughs> and I could never remember what it was, and I was like, why is this a Disney pin? This thing is so ugly. But it was everywhere. He's kind of cute. He is cute. Now that I, I like, him. understand where he's from and his character, I, I can be on board. Yeah. <laughs> also, Peter Pegasus, which is a little black baby flying horse. I yes, thought you were going to say Peter Pettigrew. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong fandom again. <laughs> crossover. This one made me laugh, and I, I'll just say it and try not to explain it. So there's Bacchus, who's the drunk, like, Greek dude, and then his tipsy donkey, Jackus. <laughs> Bacchus is the god of wine. Yeah. Jackus. Jackus. That's a great name. I love it. Like, I almost want to rename one of my cats. <laughs> and then, of course, there's the sorcerer whose name is Yin Said, which we all know is Disney spelled backwards. Yes. Um, Kat talked a little bit about how Walt had originally envisioned Phantasmic, Phantasmic, Fantasia to be <laughs> like 
a more sensory experience. So mm-hmm. 3D and 4D. Like, he wanted that wafting perfume when you go into a field of wild- wildflowers. And he wanted gunpowder for when the sorcerer casts spells. So, but we know that later on, Smellovision, as it's called, and 3D and 4D. And Muppets 3D. Yeah, that all came came to be eventually, but just not then. Mickey's Philharmagic. Mm-hmm. So, Fantasia earned two Academy Awards. One two Academy Award honors. honors which me. we know that Walt was not a fan of just getting Academy Award honors. Yes. He wanted legitimate Academy Awards. He's ahead <laughs> of mean, his time, though. I know. But, um... Because he was very upset with his honorary Academy Award for Snow White. I know. But that is such a cute Academy Award. The little... With all the little ones? Yeah. They're so cute. Mm-hmm. So they won one for Fantasound, and one... For, and actually the other one was for Stokowski for creating a new form of visualized music. Um, parts of Fantasia have been shown on TV, but the entire film never has been. Hmm. Thought that was interesting because you can see almost any Disney movie on TV at any given time. <laughs> um, Walt actually wanted to add a new segment to the movie every year, so his idea was like, "Oh, if we next year if we add a segment in the middle, they'll come see the whole film again, and then the next year after that, if we add another one, they'll come watch it again." But that wasn't realized until Fantasia 2000 in '99, which I have never seen. Me I either. have not seen that either. But, but we'll we get will. There. We'll get we there. Will. I own it. But I've never seen it. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. Um, Fantasia. I keep writing fantastic. It changed it to fantastic in here a hundred times and it's throwing me off. Autocorrect. Fantasia premiered in the same theater as Steamboat Willie. So in just Whoa. 12 years time, Mickey went from primitive black and white to the Sorcerer's Apprentice. And like Kat said, his whole, his whole appearance changed. And I liked the summary that Walt gave for Fantasia, and it said, Perhaps Bach and Beethoven are strange bedfellows for Mickey Mouse, but it's all been a lot of fun. I like it. Mm-hmm. That's cute. So now we get to the fun part of the podcast, where we just talk about our favorites and our least favorites. So Easy peasy. I know that there is not necessarily a ton of characters to choose from, but I thought that we could go around and pick who our favorite characters were from the movie. Who wants to go first? Do you want me to go first? Sure. I just did a lot of talking, so... I'll go first. I am going to claim Mickey Mouse (laughs) as my favorite character (laughs) of this movie. I just love... um, yeah, his reimagination, basically. Um, the release of, like, what we know of as Mickey now. And the level of iconic. Is that, like, a phrase? I'm gonna... I just... It is that now. a phrase? The level of iconic that is, like, the Sorcerer's Apprentice scene from Fantasia. Like, if you don't know or have never seen Fantasia, you at least know of the Sorcerer's Apprentice scene with, like, Mickey as a sorcerer. And the brooms. And oh, the yeah. brooms. And the March six, yeah. So, yeah. That's mine. It's your favorite? Mm-hmm. I'll go. My, <laughs> favorite, my favorite character is that cool little sound wave in the middle of the movie. You know what I'm talking about? That's interesting. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right after the intermission, yeah. and they're like, okay, give us a trumpet sound. Give us yeah. a drum sound. Yeah. Awesome. A soundtrack. Because it's yes, literally... Yes, it's the visualization yes. of a soundtrack. Thank you. 
And, like, he's it. cute because he has a little personality. He's shy at first, and they have to kind of coax him into showing his sounds. Yeah. But it's amazing to, like, see what a trumpet sounds like. Mm-hmm. Or see what mm-hmm. a drum sounds like. That sounds so weird, but they do it so well. Very cool. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Interesting one. Mm-hmm. All right, I can go. <laughs> you just said his name, and I just, like, having having a brain fart. Um, the little cute little um, black... Pegasus. Peter. Peter. Oh, that's easy. Jeez. <laughs> he is so cute. I just, while watching it again, even as a kid, he was just like, you just want to go in the TV and just cuddle him. <laughs> yeah. He's just so cute. Especially, there's even all the other ones, all the little baby Pegasus, but him, I don't know. Just so cute. He's my favorite. Now, is Peter cuter than Pegasus from Hercules? No. No. Um, no, <laughs> but, like, if we're doing, comparing, like, peg- baby Pegasus and Peter, like, because when Pegasus gets older, he's not as cute. Like, he's still cool. Don't right. get me wrong. <laughs> but he's, like, still not, he's not a baby Pegasus. He's super cute. But I have to say Pegasus because when Hercules hugs him, I'm like, aww. Yes. aww. <laughs> it's like, aww. So cute. <laughs> um, Okay. Well, I think my favorite, I want to say Mickey, too, but I also really loved, I liked Bacchus. I just thought he was funny. <laughs> he is funny. I as just, an, he is a good one. As an adult, he's even funnier. <laughs> yes. Like, yeah. I, he as just was trying kid. to have a good time. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I agree. I really um, liked him. Yeah, he was funny. He's just, like, kind of, like, silly and, like loosey goosey and mm-hmm. yeah just wants to drink his wine he just wants to drink his wine and have a nice time yep yeah i just thought he was really funny but mickey's also my favorite but i didn't realize how violent mickey was <laughs> 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 oh yeah i know i looked at meg hatchet. i was like he just he murdered gets- the broom <laughs> yes <laughs> literally he did. I- I watched that and I was like, oh my god, he just murdered that broom and then it sprouted 50 million other brooms. Like, what's happening? It's a horror movie. Literally. <laughs> yeah. It's and magic. One of, my other, one of my other things is I love that this is one of those times where you get to hear Walt voice Mickey. Yeah. When he goes and he talks to Stokowski. Yeah. Like, uh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So perfect. So, so nice. Do you want to do least favorite? No, no, no. Oh. Favorite scene. Oh, favorite scene, my bad. Because okay. it could be different. Ooh. Or is it not different? Mine is different. It's different. Mine's, Mine's different. different. Okay. My favorite scene is the fairies changing the seasons to the Nutcracker Suite. It is just visually stunning. I love the whole concept of the fairies flying around and touching each and every flower and each and every leaf and changing it from season to season. Especially... Um, the beginning where they're putting the dew mm-hmm. on the flowers mm-hmm. and the leaves. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite part. There's this one specific shot of like a whole bunch of flowers and it like pans out a little bit and you can like see all of them and it is just like so pretty. It's like sparkling with all the dew. I love it. Yeah, I was, uh, I might as well just go with that because that's my favorite as well. But in particular, when the fairies are 
ice skating or whatever. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. my favorite. I mean, naturally. <laughs> for me. You're an but... ice skater. <laughs> but that's, it's so pretty, especially with the music. It works out really well. Yeah. That's my favorite. I like that part a lot, too. It just reminds me of Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that your favorite kit? It's not my favorite, though. Like, it is my favorite, but it's not my favorite. <laughs> that's my... fine. I I actually like I found watching this like I like a lot many parts of Fantasia as an adult more now Mm -hmm. Um, but I think my favorite was the dance of the hours number with the hippos and the alligators and the elephants because seeing these animals that you don't normally see do ballet Mm -hmm. I thought was so cool and I love I love elephants and hippos and they're just so cute in their little (laughs) ballerina shoes running around yeah (laughs) I love that scene too and it makes me laugh because there's that one lead gator who comes in to dance with the lead hippo and he's all like swag he comes out and he flips his cape and (laughs) it just is so funny and I loved it I that part really was more entertaining as an adult than I think as a kid swag a gator swag a gator (laughs) so I'll go totally cliche sorcerer's apprentice part was my favorite but if I don't pick mickey because how can you no, not? No, you can. But I have another one that I like, okay. too. I like when... I don't know what part it is. I think it's after the mushrooms. But it's like when all the flowers look like humans. And yeah, yes, Christy, mm-hmm. that motion, exactly. And they're <laughs> dancing. And like it's just really cool that you can tell they're flowers, but they have arms and legs and mm-hmm. almost a face. Yeah, that part is cool. Side, side note with the flowers. When I was... I was a big fan of Fantasia as a kid, which is kind of weird. It's, I mean, looking back at it now, like, why was, why did I like that so much, that movie? <laughs> but um, I would get up and dance with the flowers and do, like, their moves with them. So, so every yes. time I watch it now as an adult, I'm just like, like I, I, I have, have to. to keep doing it. <laughs> I have to keep doing the dance. So... I find it funny that that Nutcracker scene was on every Christmas VHS tape outside of Fantasia that's how I remember seeing it most yeah with all the dancing flowers and things like that I remember that too because like you said like parts of Fantasia Mm -hmm. aired but never the whole thing Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. I remember that as well um how about our least favorite we can just do character slash scene and if they're different you can say both that's fine um my least favorite is Chernabog <laughs> because mm-hmm. he's terrifying. Um, and my least favorite scene. I'm actually, I'm going to go with the very last scene with like the choir, like marching to the cathedral. It's just like this droning and I, it just like makes me want to turn it off. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to go with you because that song, Amazing Grace is beautiful. It's Ave uh, it Maria. Just, I'm sorry. Ave Maria. But it just goes on forever. Yeah. And like... It's also a very emotional song that I think right. a lot of people have emotional connections to because they play it a lot at funerals. Yeah, and, that's my personal connection And it's to just it. very sad. And I want more visuals for it. I want like yeah. a happier, more exciting ending. And it yeah. just kind of... Yeah. Ends, yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just keeps going. Yeah. It falls flat. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Especially after this 
insane yeah giant demon mountain and like i appreciate like the the come down from like this yeah crazy chernabog scary scene with devils and fire and death and (laughs) scary things (laughs) but it's not happy to me at the end it's just kind of like dull yeah like it's quiet and it's relaxing i guess but i want more happy i agree yeah so i guess we both answered Mm -hmm. together yeah (laughs) i'll go you um yeah uh, Lee's favorite character is Chernabog, and I will say that until the end of time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Literally had nightmares about him when I was a child. Yeah. Like, I hate that scene. I hate him. Like, <laughs> I think visually, like, watching it as an adult, I'm like, visually, okay, I get it. It's done really well. But, like, the demons, the fire, the women who are demons, oh. like, what the heck? You yeah. can see like, their boobs. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, if this, is, if this isn't sexist, I don't know what is, um, but I was just like, okay, like, it's it's terrifying, yeah. and as we were saying, this is definitely more an adult and made for more for adults, mm-hmm. but it was, I was surprised at, like, still how terrifying it is for yeah. me as an adult, and um, I think my least favorite scene, though, next to that, because I, I really found it to be a tie, was the dinosaur sequence like i loved the i was whole... just gonna say that as an honorable mention the dinosaurs yeah i was gonna say the thing i did like about it was this quote they said before it was science not art wrote this part of the picture and i was like i really like that because as i was watching it i was just like this is jurassic park the musical that's all it is <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> and but except much more scary dinos like I found these dinosaurs that are animated 10 times more scarier than the dinosaurs that are in Jurassic Park films across the years yeah so plus the fact that you like literally watch a dinosaur die yeah (laughs) yeah it's depressing like full on in your face die he fights for his life watch his eyes close yeah dead yeah and it was very long and the music's really intense and I was Mm -hmm. just like uh yeah, and you see the T-Rex, like, bite his neck, and I'm just like, ah, what is going on? Yeah. Oh, my God. And then I, like, feel for that stegosaurus. I think that that's what it is. And I just, like, <laughs> want him to run as fast as he can. <laughs> yeah. He's so brave, though. Yeah, he tries. He He's is. so brave. He's very brave. So then after, the, after he dies, all the other dinosaurs are like, eh, all right, time to leave. <laughs> But the the one thing I do (laughs) like about that scene, though, is, like, the whole concept of evolution, like, showing you evolution in that whole scene is so cool. Yeah, that is cool. I mean, you literally see, like, little amoebas, and then they, like, transform into dinosaurs. It's really neat. Before you get to the dinosaurs, and it's just, like, the amoebas, and then, like, the bigger sea creatures, and, like, they're very abstract, and I thought that was really pretty. Mm-hmm. It's like bright colors and just straight up lines. Yeah. It's very mm-hmm. cool. I like it. Chrissy? Well, I kind of just remembered, so I'm going to go step back for just 20 seconds, not even 20 seconds, like two seconds, and tell you all that I love, as well as the Peter, the little cute little Pegasus, I am in love with the um, the little fi- the goldfish. Oh, and yeah, she's yeah. like the pretty, yeah. like, 
pretty yeah. jasmine sort of goldfish. Yeah. I always thought that she was so beautiful. And so she's so, like, prettily drawn and everything. So she's another favorite. So that's not really she looks like Cleo. what we're talking about. Yeah, from Pinocchio. Oh, yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. My little water baby. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. <laughs> uh, but anyway, get back to the point here. Um, least favorite... I thought about this long and hard because I'm a giant fan of Fantasia. I think it's there was it's kind of hard to pick one, but I, I even liked the dinosaurs and the even the ending. I guess what you guys said, Kate and Meg, um, the Ave Maria scene was kind of like, eh, I'm over it. <laughs> but <laughs> honestly, like, eh, honestly, the centaurs are not really my favorite, and I don't really know why. I think it took a long time for them Sexist. to like. I'll say it. That, yeah, that, and, like, <laughs> like, the whole point of that scene was this, like, the girls getting ready for the dudes, and like, yeah. it just stretched out forever. It's like, mm. okay, like, how many times can you comb their hair? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and all the females looked like pinups of the 30s and yeah, 40s. Yes, they did. And the guys are very, like, obviously masculine, but they have, like, giant, like, huge hooves, and they just... For me, yeah. it's not appealing. Even though I do like centaurs, I think there's very cool mythical creatures. But that was I just like, like the eh, Harry like... Potter centaurs. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But yeah. these ones are just, I think it's an, it's an interesting scene, but I think it drawn out too much of, and those little dudes, little flying little cupids. Cupids. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. guess cherubs. I was just going to say, I guess they're, they're the cherubs. I like the or little fawns. They're kind of creepy. It, are the little fawns like the dudes that look like the guy from Hercules? Oh, those yes. are satyrs. Ooh, like I think you're right. I like them, like Philatides. They're they're yes. kind of like perverts. <laughs> 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 but I mean, well, I, that scene to me, I yeah, I am not Sorry. a fan of it Sorry. either. It does drag out. I agree with that for um mm-hmm. feminist reasons. I'll say that I'm not a fan <laughs> yeah. of that scene. I mean, they're drawn very pretty. Like they're, yeah. they're yeah. drawn very like appealing, you know. But yeah, eh. the fact that like they just drape flowers over their boobs and like, I can't even put, and that but weird honestly, like, like they just I hat. Yeah, yeah, I no. He pulls off of like bark the off the tree, I think, yeah. and just yeah. like wraps it up, and it's like that doesn't look cool. Like take that off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fun fact. We had a tree like that in my old house, and I tried to rip off the paper all the time and make hats with it. <laughs> Did it work? That paper. Did you look cool? Um, no, because that paper does not fold. It breaks as soon as you pull it. It does Aww. not come off that easy. It comes Aww. in pieces. It's really bad. Dang. But I did once try to make hats out of it like that, and no. Doesn't work. <laughs> That's too bad. Funny. That's sad. <laughs> all right how about something that we took away from fantasia now so like i'm gonna kind of (laughs) combine did that sentence come out properly a little bit i'm going to kind of combine these next two um questions that i have and say like what did we take away from fantasia do you remember something watching it as a child that you took away from it that maybe has changed to now or is there things in Fantasia that you appreciate more now as an adult, as a child? All right. Because I did watch this. Like, I know this isn't a children's movie, per se, but I did watch it a couple times. 
as a child. I did not. I mean, same. You didn't. Yeah, Yeah, this is another one of those ones where Katie did not. Nope. Yeah, I was a a fan of it as a kid, and I'm not really sure why, as I said before, but I think watching it as an adult, I still like it just as much as I did when I was little, but I feel like as I was a kid, I was more intrigued by the visuals and the cartoon animation and that thing. I thought it was more appealing, but now as an adult, I... And more appealing with the sound, mm-hmm. which yeah. is interesting. Mm-hmm. And I like how the obviously the animation goes like directly with the music. Like that's something that you expect. Like you hear a big boom and you're like fireworks. Like I want to see it, and you do. You see all the stuff that you hear. So that's my main main thing. What was the other question? Uh, no, that that answers it. <laughs> that was it. Okay, I, good. I like that you see the stuff you hear. Yeah, exactly. That's really cool. That's exactly it. Yeah. How about you, Kat? Do you want to go? Yeah. Um, I watched it, like, I don't... I remember watching it a little bit when I was younger, like, the Nutcracker portion and the Mickey portion, obviously. Um, but I remember I was more interested in, like, the animated sequences than rather the abstract sequences. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoyed it more now as an adult because I took away from, like, this was a symphony, you saw the symphony, you had these really great moments that matched with the animation, and I could appreciate it more for that, and the artistry of it, and what they put in for it, and I could really see what Walt's vision was for what he wanted it to be, and I kind of liked that, because it felt like an influence of modern theater, of putting music with a story, Mm -hmm. and because musicals were still very young back then yeah and this was kind of a way of like showing that you can make musicals bigger and better and brighter and it doesn't have to be animation but you can do that with people too so i don't know to me that was something i took away from it do you want me to go i agree with that i like that whole like this was kind of a segue into into using music in film differently with like musicals Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't really remember, like, watching this from start to finish as a child. Like, I kind of am wondering if maybe my mom just showed me certain parts of it. I have to ask her, because I'm not positive. Because, like, I mean, I, I remembered knowing of Chernabog, but, like, maybe I saw it once and she realized that I got scared, so she would, like, stop it before that, after that. Um, Same. But... I obviously as a child didn't fully comprehend or understand like the grandeur of Fantasia um, and how amazing it really is in terms of like next steps in the industry, right? Like, I mean, this was the, this was 1940, which means that he's been, he was working on this for much, you know, much earlier than 1940. Um, So this was the thirties that this was being created in. Um, And just to like, fully comprehend and understand that something this amazing was made in the 1930s. It was so revolutionary and so new and so successful, um, critically, you know, like for Disney and down the road could be successful financially because of all of the re-releases and everything that they did with it. I just think that I appreciate the art of Fantasia more now um 
and really understand like what the meaning of Fantasia is and was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I also appreciate that I can not watch the Chernobog scene. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I really have a takeaway, but I guess it's just worth mentioning. I'm sad I won't see it the way that Walt intended. Yeah. I think someone mm-hmm. should mm-hmm. take that idea and do it. That'd be fun. I would love to see this kind of like how they're doing with the Harry Potter films where they're playing the movie and there's a live orchestra. Why don't they do that with Exactly. This? Yeah. Yeah. I was Play thinking it on that a too. Screen, have a live orchestra. They'd make so much money. Yeah. And yeah. it's it's so much <laughs> better. I I just did that with the as I told you guys, the Tim Burton's The Nightmare yes. Before Christmas. Just with that. Isn't and just I the was just like experience? in awe watching. Yeah. What was that? I said, isn't it just oh. the coolest experience? It's. I was in awe. Like, whoa. It's like, it looked like I'd never seen that movie before, which yeah. I can say the whole movie backwards, really. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> watching that, I was more like, whoa. Like, it was the coolest experience yeah. Yeah. ever, which is cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Do you guys have any last things you want to add about Fantasia before we wrap it up? Thoughts, I want to buy it. Concerns. You want to buy it? You <laughs> yeah. should. I There's actually. Um, I wonder if it's like that vault thing again. Maybe it's like hate, in the vault. I hate that yeah. vault thing. You guys know my opinion on that. Whenever, oh. <laughs> whenever it was out of the vault, it came out in like a box set with Fantasia 2000, and that's what I have, which is why I own Should've Fantasia done it. 2000. But um, yeah, I'm, yeah, my parents still have the uh, VHS, of course, but I don't have a VHS. Player we went anymore. to this really cool thrift store in Cleveland, and I found a limited edition box set VHS of Fantasia. That's awesome. And I bought it, and it was like ten bucks. It's like a giant book. It's yeah, it's like massive. I love, I love it. I mean, like That's I've never insane. watched it, but it's a cool collector thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a cool yeah, yeah. All right, I think that that wraps up the discussion on Fantasia. I mean, I think basically to round it out, um, we appreciate it as art. Yeah, absolutely. Chrissy yeah. really loves it. I do. I'm not I so do. much the biggest fan of it, but I appreciate it. It put me to sleep. I'm not going to lie. But... But in, like, a soothing way. It's not, like... Yeah, no, it wasn't because I was, like, bored. Honestly, I don't think it was because I was bored. It was because of, like, the combination of the beautiful animations and the music, and it was just so cozy. (laughs) Actually, I think I mentioned that to you guys after our podcast last last week about how Fantasia reminds me of, like, a rainy day when you're kind of sick and not feeling great and you have a cozy blanket and that's something that you want to like eventually fall asleep to. (laughs) Like that's the movie that you would throw on. Yeah. I agree. That's a good choice. We want to give a big shout out to Kat and Chrissy. Thank you guys so much for joining us. It was a blast. Thanks for taking time out of your night. Yeah. Hanging out with us. Talking about. Thank you for having me. It was fun. (laughs) Yeah, this was really fun. Yeah, it was a good time. Mm-hmm. So thank you. All right. All right. So Grown Up Kids can be found on Podbean, iTunes, the Google Play Store, Stitcher, and TuneIn. So make sure you subs- make sure you subscribe so you can be sure to get our latest episode as soon as it's available. 
You can also find us on social media and join in on the conversation for each episode. We're on Facebook at Grown Up Kids, a Disney podcast. We also have a Facebook group, so make sure that you join that because it's easier to hold discussion in the group than on the actual Facebook page. And, like, if you want to be a cool grown up kid, that's where you want to be. Exactly. That's where it's at. Um, you can also find us on Twitter and Instagram at Grown Up Kids Pod and email us at Grown Up Kids Podcast at gmail.com and send us your favorite Disney memory. It can be anything Disney related. So, uh, so send it our way and we'll be sure to read it on a future episode. Thank you so much for listening and make sure that you watch The Reluctant Dragon ahead of next week's episode. Which is a movie I don't think either of us have seen. No, but I bought it on Amazon. It's on Amazon for everybody who wants to get these and watch them before they listen to the podcast. It was like $6 on Amazon Prime. You got a week. So. Alright, so don't forget, adults are only kids grown up anyway. All who come to this happy place Welcome. Disneyland is your land. Here age relives fond memories of the past. And here youth may savor the challenge and promise of the future. <laughs> <laughs>